You remember election night 2016. That election music is still something of a triggering event for some folks. There's a lot we're seeing looking at this map tonight in Florida and other states that I don't think anybody in politics expected they'd be seeing tonight. No one, not one of us saw coming. I have been looking around the room at people who are stone-faced. Some of them have been crying. The Trump campaign is jubilant. This is the people rising up saying it's time to listen to us. It's time to listen to us in Michigan and Wisconsin and work for the people. I have now confirmed that Secretary Clinton has conceded to Donald Trump. It's been what they call a historic event. Well, it has been historic, to say the least. Did you hear the surprise in those reporters' voices? They fessed up after the election, saying that they hadn't been paying attention to real voices across America. Voices of frustrated voters who felt disenchanted with both parties. Four years later, and we're back to hearing the same thing. The horse race, who's on top, and who raised the most money. Historic, yes. Frustrating, for sure. That brings us back to our front porch, a place where previous generations used to gather for conversations and a symbol for conversations that we're just not having anymore. Maybe we're naive, but we're in search of those unheard, diverse voices, and maybe by listening, we can understand the other side and, dare I say, find common ground. So as the year started, I set off for Nashua, New Hampshire, just a few weeks before the first presidential primary. In half a mile, arrive at Nashua. It was a beautiful day. Bright blue skies, the sun glistened across an old mill and onto a river below. And down the street, I saw an interesting place, El Pequeño Barbershop. Truth be told, I drove right past it, but then I made a U-turn, stopped the car, walked inside, and as always, didn't know what to expect. My name is Jafet Rodriguez. I'm Dominican and Puerto Rican. Teach me how to say your name. Jafet. Imagine a H instead of a J. So imagine it's spelled H-A-F-E-T. Jafet. Yeah. All right, Jafet. And how old are you? I'm 18. 18. That means you're going to be able to vote for the first time. I am. Are you registered? Not yet. <laughs> okay. Well, the primary is coming up. Are you going to be registered in time for the presidential primary? I will. I'll make sure I am. I've been looking forward to that. Looking forward to it. A lot of people have been looking forward to this election for the last four years for different reasons. Are you? Yeah. There's just a lot of going on right now. Like, pretty scary stuff. Things that people joke about, like, actually happening. Like what? Like, everybody joking around, like, oh, world war, this and that. And then now, it could actually become a reality. Do you have a sense of where you fall in terms of philosophical beliefs or political beliefs in America? Well, I just believe we can make America so much better. A lot of people out there, you see a lot of hatred and everything. But if like people come together, the world will be a way better place. It almost seems too good to be true. Yeah, right? Yeah. There's a lot of polarization happening in America, a lot of division, people not agreeing on anything and really just digging in deep. Yeah. Do you feel that at 18 years old, you're dug in in your beliefs or, or do you have room to listen to the other side? I know at 18, I have a lot of room to listen to a lot of different perspectives. Part of me wants to know who you're going to vote for, but the other part of me doesn't want to know who you're going to vote for because once, once I know and once the listener knows, all of a sudden there's going to be a different opinion about you. Isn't that something? Yeah. Do you know who you're going to vote for? Not yet. I have like kind of a thought. W whisper it to me who you're going to vote for. Okay. All right. Now I know. Let's back up. 
Why don't you share with me what your family background is, where your parents are from, and how long they've been in America? So my dad is from Dominican Republic. He came down here and was in time for the start of high school. And my mom is Puerto Rican, but she was born here. So my family is like based on family. Everything we do is with family. We go out, family, we party. It's just a whole bunch of family get-togethers, always around family. Life's gotten really busy for people, and when it revolves around family, I would think that that is kind of a glue that keeps you all together, that is really grounding. Do you feel that, or do you take that for granted? Uh, I feel that, because... Sometimes too much glue? <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, when you want to go on your own, but at the same time, like the family's always together, so you don't really want to miss out. But at the same time, you've been doing it a lot. When you're with your family, what do you guys talk about? Uh, we talk about basically what's going on today, what happened yesterday, what's going on today. You're talking about in the news. Yeah. Okay, so what kind of uh, opinions do you hear when you get together with your family? Uh, the opinions we hear, how do I say it? Well, my grandma mostly watches the news, so she's always telling us something new. And it's just, every time she tells us, like, wow. Like, surprising. Is there agreement within your family on issues? Yeah, I've never really seen a disagreement beyond, like, some things. That's kind of surprising because so many families have different points of view, yeah. right? Somebody may be conservative and somebody may be liberal or something like that. But in your family, it seems to be more lockstep on issues. So I would think that you all rally around similar candidates. Would that be safe to say or not? Yeah. Let me whisper back to you. Does that mean your family is going to be voting for... Uh, probably. <laughs> you know, you're 18, so do you dream about your future? Yeah, I do. Are you scared about your future? A little bit. I hope like, everything doesn't just go downhill from here. Right now, I work electrical, and I see how it is to like earn your money. 18 years old, you're out of school then? You graduated yeah, high school? just graduated this year, 2019. And did you go to trade school to learn electrical? Yeah, I'm currently in trade school. I have two more years left. Congratulations. Thank you. You've opted not to go to a four-year school. You decided in high school that you're going to continue in the trades. Yes. I took two years in high school of electrical trades, so I got some credits. I went into trade school this year, and I got up the year because of the high school. Congratulations on that, too. Thank you. A bright young man. Was there ever a thought that you wouldn't pursue the trades or did you think that pursuing the trades may guarantee you uh, employment it was my dad that really got into my head about the trade i was really thinking like going to college playing baseball because baseball was my thing i was really into sports i still am into sports wait a minute i see a rodriguez's picture up on the board there a baseball player are you related to him no i'm not but he's a good friend and he's in major league baseball what's his name uh, Ruben Rodriguez. He was a catcher. But yeah, I was like living like a fantasy, basically. Yeah, I'm going to go to college, play baseball, go to major leagues. But then came reality. I graduated. I'm like, wow, I have to do something. Are you worried about the future or do you think pursuing the trades you're going to be financially okay? I think I'll just deal day to day going on with the trade. I think the more I learn and the higher I get with the trade that I could be financially stable. So let's take that aside now. Let's get into your soul. <laughs> what do you think about the world independent of what your family thinks when you get together? The world is different. I remember, let's say, when I was a little kid, always happy. And now I feel like now in the world, it's just a lot of stress. You always have to worry about what's going to happen the next day. That's a lot for an 18-year-old. Yeah. How about the changes that have gone on in America 
you're 18. The last presidential election, you were 14. Were you aware of what happened in 2016 and how the country became further divided? Uh, not as much. I didn't really pay attention to it. When I really came to pay attention to politics was in high school. My freshman year, I started taking social study classes. So I got more involved with that. I started paying more attention. And I was really getting like, wow, like this stuff is actually happening. It's not just like back then where all this happened. It's like now it's happening. So when you get together with your friends, is it carefree or do you feel that there's tension and anxiety with you? Oh, my friends, I feel like we leave like all those politics aside. Yeah, we mostly, you know, listen to music, hang out, talk about life, but like not in a political way, but as in a working perspective type of way. Like how's work? How's this and that? If you were able to tell the leaders of America a couple of things, what would you tell them? If I was able to tell the leaders of America a couple of things, I would say think about everyone else. Like they make all these major decisions, but don't know how a lower class person is going to take it or how it's going to be for us. You think that's possible? I think it's possible if you get enough people spread the word. Well, you see the disagreement that's going on in America right now. And now you get to vote. You get to put your opinion against a candidate of your choice without telling me. Well, you've already whispered in my ear who you're voting for. What do you hope that candidate can do that other candidates can't? I hope that candidate helps people, gives people more help. And knowing that there's a divide in America that there is, how is that possible? Because it seems that whoever gets elected, there will be 40% or 48% of the public who will be against that person. I feel like if the candidate's doing what's right, then eventually everybody will come together. Sometimes people might not like something. It's like a song. Sometimes you might not like it at the beginning, but once you keep listening to it and you start to like it. It's really hopeful, Hefed. Thanks for sharing time with me. Thank you. There's something refreshing hearing from an 18-year-old talk about his life, his uncertain future, and his American dream. You can get to know Hafet a little bit better by watching a video I took of our extended conversation. It's posted on our social media channels and on our website, frontporchmovement.com. While you're there, do us a favor and follow us, like us, and click that little heart. Then share our work with your friends and family. It'll help more people join our growing community. Thanks for being part of the Front Porch Movement. I'm Ted Canova. See you next time.